We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yesterday, the report came out that they're all in on Tannehill. So it's a bunch of crap. I think that the Jets are doing something very similar to what I did a few weeks ago. What was that? They made a Hedging? No hedging. What am I hedging? I don't know. You're a hedger. Well, because I bet the Knicks last night. And wasn't I right? You did what? You know I do that all the time. What did you do? I bet on the Knicks. You son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You profited off my basketball team. Yeah, it's about time. Who bought the pretzels and the popcorn and the drinks? Nothing. There was no no pretzels. Hold on a second. There was no popcorn. We'll get back to football in a second. Yeah. You and Tommy went to my building, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. The Knicks blew out the Nets in the second half. Our first win in three years against Brooklyn. Congrats. And you both sat there and did not take advantage of the fine fare offered. Well, I food did. or beverage. I bought myself a panini and a bottle of water. And you, Tomas? I sat there, you know, twisted in the wind as Big Shot over there didn't uh, open up his wallet. Well, well actually, now, to be fair, to be fair, he gave you the ticket and you have done a lot of bragging on this show. Yes. About your well-kept life. And your very wealthy uh, wife. No doubt. And her family. Yes. And your multiple fireplaces and your foie gras dinners and your butler <laughs> for your parties. But you counting on Evan to buy you a $5 pretzel? But you know this, Craig. You've been in the radio business a long time. There is a host and the yeah. producer. The hosts always take care of the producer. I did. He got your tickets. No, no I got him something else, too. He's leaving out. The whole deal. You take care of everything. I also gave him a breath strip because his breath was pretty rank. So Ooh, I made fuck. sure that it was taken care of. You up with bad breath? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're hanging out all day here. You know, you know, you're in public. You want a little yeah. fresher breath. So I took that Listerine strip out. in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, I don't like that. Gargle. That's untoward. I did that before the game, too. I went in the bathroom after the show. I gargled. I cleaned up. This guy comes into the garden with rank breath. I had to give him one of my valuable Listerine strips. So Evan is eating a panini and enjoying a bottle of water, and you sat there with nothing. Oh, it's even better. Evan ordered it while I was standing next to him and did not turn over and go, Loogie, you want anything? Because I got to be I'm with Evan on this. Thank you. That's your spot to say, hey, thank you for the ticket. I got the panini and the water and whatever else you're going to get for yourself. Yeah, this wasn't freebies. I, I know a lot of people go to games with free tickets. Mm-hmm. I spent money on these tickets. Yeah. These are my tickets. But uh, again, you're the host. I'm the producer. When we do things outside yes, he of here. he makes more money than you. Not well even so much that. It's just sort of like a class system. Like, it doesn't matter if you offer. I'm not going to offer, especially after <laughs> yesterday. Hold on. After yesterday, he made a mockery of me on the air. I certainly wasn't going to offer an answer. But I think you at least have to say, hey, can I get the Twizzlers? Like, you don't have to go big, big ticket item. 
But you could say, Evan, I was going to get some snacks. You want some, uh, you know, and where, goobers. And Craig, where I really failed is after I was eating the panini, I looked at him. Yeah. And I actually felt bad. So I took out my credit card and said, you know what, son? Get whatever you oh. want. Which was worse. And he turned it down. Yeah, right. he's like waving in my face. Come on, Lugie, go get some. I'm like, I'm good, bro. I'll eat when I go home. And I did. Uh, I heard you had beef wellington when he got yeah, home. My <laughs> wife hooked it up. I, yeah. don't, I don't need Evan's panini. <laughs> but you need my tickets. I don't understand I do. yeah, you how that. you go to Madison Square Garden and don't buy a single thing. That That's so foreign to me. Whether it's popcorn, pretzel, soda, water. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to go big ticket, but... You just sat there? Did your wife not and give got you nothing? It was a principle. You... I had to put my foot down. If I bought foot something, down. Evan wins. And I didn't want Evan to win. Yeah, but you, did your wife make an order of don't spend any money at this game? No, oh, that's possible, care. yeah. Nah. She makes the money and controls uh, I mean, the finances. He went to Madison Fair Square point. Garden with a free ticket and spent zero money. I have my money. own account. Thank you very much. That's separate from our joint. Yeah, whatever. Spending you still money. went to Madison Square Garden on a free ticket and spent yeah. nothing. <laughs> Principal. You're the worst customer the garden's ever had. <laughs> True. You sat there, didn't spend a nickel in that building. Shame on but you. But how does he not offer? He's getting a panini, he got a water or something lame, and then he I doesn't mean, turn fried. to me and he go, He could have said, I'm getting myself a panini water, do you want something? And then you could have Venmoed him or something. Right, or then I could have been like, not hey, I have it. I got this. Yeah. He didn't even set me nah. up for that. I'm done with you uh, drinking off the nipple. Yeah, I already boy. gave you a ticket. I was done. No <laughs> regrets. What friend are you? And you a got, friend who brings you to Nick's Yeah, but watch this. Watch this. I got another thing on him. Yeah. yeah. So I've now seen the video of Evan leaving early. Okay, he's a net fan. He left with four minutes to go down, like 14 or whatever it was. Yeah. Down 18, but okay. Uh, you're a Nick fan. I am. What'd you do? Well, my stuff was in Evan's car, so I had no choice but to leave with him. Who makes that decision? What do you mean, who makes that decision? I have a By backpack. Way, I'm not bringing it into the garden with all I'd my headphones I'd love to know what's in your backpack. There's nothing. It's just my headphones. Greg, right. not, so. not only is he drinking off my nipple, he's also using my car as a storage facility. <laughs> a sto <laughs> but meanwhile, By the way, he owes you money. <laughs> meanwhile, before we left yesterday, Evan's like, are we going together? Are you meeting me there? Yeah. It, it doesn't even feel like we're going to the game together when you do something with Evan. It almost feels like you're a nuisance and a burden to well, hang out I with the guy. I found Evan to be a Did fantastic you, who would be going with you, man? Go, did man. you feel that way when we drove together to Fenway Park and stayed in Boston together and no, went to a not game at all. together? It was yeah, and he gave you culture. Well, I mean, that, that was Big nope. Mac's gift to Evan. No one, <laughs> How'd that work no out? one on the trip got COVID. Oh, yeah, okay. Everybody I, I else associated with yes. Boston. Well, no, no. <laughs> yeah. One the, person got there COVID. There were nine Roberts and four McGonagall's that, <laughs> that got COVID within three days of your return. That's not true. <laughs> Here's uh, Kevin in Rockland County. Kevin, what's up? Hey, what's up, fellas? How's it going? Oh, uh, just real quick, Craig. Check out uh check out Willem Dafoe. Weird looking dude. Yeah. Supposedly packing a baby arm, this guy. Really? Seriously. He's the bad yeah. guy in the original <laughs> Spider Man movie, of course. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So really? apparently so God made got... up for his weird looking face in other areas. Yeah, so you listen, know? he's blessed. Good for him. That's it, man. Anyway, hey, listen, with the Jets, just real quick, I, I just wanted to it's more for Evan, because I know he was just talking about it before, but I think you guys, uh, most of the people on the station, I feel like the whole season are talking about how the Jets were competent quarterback play away from being a Super Bowl contender, right? So, yeah. you know, I look at Derek Carr as being competent, right? I think that that guy is competent. But everyone was just saying before that he doesn't believe Derek Carr is at that level to get them. He can get them to the playoffs, but not get them over the hump. Yeah. So my thing is, is, is Evan then willing to maybe admit that Maybe some areas of the Jets team are a little bit overblown. Some of the other areas that you guys have been talking about. I don't being know. Super Bowl contender quality. Yeah, it's, yet... a, it's a good question. I don't know if I ever really felt as well as the Jets were playing that you could just put a competent quarterback in there 
and win a Super Bowl. They would certainly be better. They would certainly have a chance to win the division. They would certainly have a chance to win a playoff game. But to win a championship, especially watching what Mahomes just did, and I also think, uh, Kevin, that changes things. Mahomes was always great. He just reinforced his greatness with this run. It's a reminder of what you need to do to beat that team. And I think you need a quarterback that's maybe not on his level because no one's on his level, but close. But maybe a tier away. And I don't think Derek Carr is that. I agree with you. I happen to agree with you. I don't, I don't think Carr is one of those guys that gets you past that level. I'm just saying, maybe it wasn't you and I apologize. I'm wrong about that. That's I don't right. know voices on the fan all year. We're saying that the Jets were literally competent quarterback away. Can I ask you a quick question? Oh, this came up yesterday. I know Evan's taken yes, out. I'll just get yours, Kevin. Isn't it the defense's job to stop the other quarterback? It is a defensive job, right. in my mind, yes. Right. So the question Go is, ahead. if you get what we will agree for the sake of the argument, an above-average quarterback, not the best quarterback, but the best quarterback we've had in a long time, an above-average guy, if he plays above-average and our defense does what it's now we know capable of doing, in theory, isn't that enough to maybe get there? Not really. You don't think so? Because when you watch I- this Super Bowl, that we just watched. Yeah. You had to go mano a mano. Right, 38 with the great 35 the defenses didn't exist. Yeah, like defenses matter, and there are going to be games in which you win because your defense is for awesome. Sure, for sure. But when push comes to shove to win the amount of games you're going to need to win a championship, yeah. you're going to need a quarterback to go toe to toe with Pat Mahomes. Has Derek Hart shown you that he can do that? Uh, he has not. He hasn't won a playoff game. He's gotten to the playoffs, hasn't won a playoff there game. There is one other thing I, I do need to bring up. Yeah. Full transparency. Go. I'm just going to give you the information, and then I want you to react to it. Now, I'm is this di- factual information you're giving us, I'm or is this like no, no, somebody's fugazi report? It's a fact. Okay. Go. Fact me. Derek Carr is a bad quarterback in cold temperatures. Oh, stop with that. Seven crap. games. In seven which games on- in nine years. Hold on. Is that what we're Hold doing on. now? Seven games. The Green Bay Packers t- have never lost a game under 30 degrees at I- home. I'm not talking and about- then the Giants spanked them. That's a franchise. I'm yeah. talking about a player. Yeah, okay. This football <laughs> player we're talking about has started seven games yeah. in weather that's colder than 37 degrees. Oh he's 0-7. The team averages 16 points a game. Yeah. And he's thrown. It just doesn't have good numbers. He's 0-7. Your thoughts? You're better than that. Why am I better than Be that? Be better. Than that. He's a bad cold You just came up with an arbitrary stat based arbitrary? on a limited amount of information. How's that arbitrary? Seven games in nine years? Dude, in cold weather, That's he's what bad. we're doing. In cold weather, he's bad. And I used to hear that uh, Brett Favre was unbeatable in cold yep. weather. And then a guy named Eli Manning with no track record of success went into Green Bay and work. dropped his ass. I'll tell you why it doesn't work. Derek why? Carr has a track record, rather small, of playing in cold weather environments. Now, when you play in the AFC East, yes. which includes the Buffalo Bills, yeah. the New England Patriots, and your home games are at MetLife Stadium, yeah. you're going to grow that sample size a hell of a lot you're more damn right you than are. when you play in Denver yeah. where half the time it's 80 degrees yeah. and your home games are in Oakland or now Las Vegas. I'm sorry. Don't it's be something sorry. to talk about. No, it's it's relevant. You also no, don't have not. to fly halfway across the country to play in Buffalo either when you're in the East. There's What's a that? lot of... No, come that on. It's so silly. Going, teams you know, West going East. Look at a lot of different records of West Where'd teams going East. Where'd you come up with that cockamamie stat yeah, that you would poke holes in if it up. was given to you? First of all, silly. I'm just giving you the information. You've yeah, obviously... Seven games, nine years. You're obviously both responding by saying you don't put much credit at... How about zero? I'm mentioning it. Yeah. I haven't offered an opinion yet. I just gave you the information. What is his record in games where it's over 90 degrees? I haven't looked that up. Oh, well, that'd be interesting How often is that going to happen? The one time they go to Miami He's in, in South September? Florida, it might be 92 degrees okay, in September. Okay, they play one game in yeah. Miami. 
It may not even be it early might be in the 90 season. Degrees in September uh, in LA. You don't think cold weather How about matters? Down in Dallas, they got a hole in the roof. You don't might think, be ninety degrees down you there. You don't think cold weather matters more when your home games are at MetLife Stadium and you reside in a division that features the well, Buffalo I'll tell Bills, you this. the team you got to go. I through? think it makes you more prepared to play uh, cold weather games because you play more cold weather games. Okay. Now, he hasn't played a lot of cold weather games, Correct. but when he has, the facts bear out he's been terrible. Now, well, you can get mad at me all you want. I'm not, all ma- I'm not mad was, at you. I'm mad at the information you're I providing. I presented you information. You just wasted four minutes of my life. Oh, it's interesting. That I'm not getting back. Ugh. Really? You don't care about that? I don't. So the first time... Tell I- me he played 50 games and he's 3-47. and 47. I'll think about you know, it. You know, Craig, you're making a judgment on the next five years. You're making a judgment on the eight or nine home games you play every single season. I'm not worried about him in cold weather. Well, you, sh- you should think about it. Not you should about factor it. everything in when making a decision like this. I don't have to worry about Aaron Rodgers in cold weather. I just have to worry about him in January. But I'm pumped. I just have to worry about him in yeah. championship games at home. Yeah, <laughs> that's my worry. All right, so he's over. He's zone five in a cold weather game. Yeah, you probably cut it down to thirty-five degrees. I went to thirty-seven. No, no, thirty-seven. Degrees. Derek Carr is zero five in games with the temperatures under thirty-seven. Yeah, when was that article written? Twenty nineteen. That article was written January of last year. Yeah. So, yeah. so maybe there's two more. Oh, okay. and seven. Got it. Got it. Got it. Fact check the fact checker. <laughs> I get listen. You told me uh, two years ago. Just because someone tells you something, check for yourself. No, I agree with you. So I'm checking and, for and myself. All I'm doing is I'm bringing it up that when you when we're making a decision like this, yeah, should that not be a factor? You should just ignore. It shouldn't be. It's silly. Why? Because it's silly. Why is it silly? Because it is. What? Just because you say it. Yes. Is? Because after nine, is it nine years in the NFL? I hope I give that right. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, nine. Nine years in the NFL. We're now going to come up with seven random games. Not knowing anything about those games. Was uh, his wide receiver out? Was his running back hurt? Uh, what's the story about the game? If it was game? two games or three games, yeah. I'd, I'd buy that argument. Yeah. A seven-game sample size is half a football season, or almost half a football season. It's the equivalent of how many baseball I games? I mean, how... <laughs> yeah, we don't know who they're playing. They're obviously all road games. Yeah. He's flying across the country, most likely. Hey, by the way, remember that time he played against the Patriots and threw three touchdowns uh, just this past year on December 18th? Yeah, he sucks when it's cold, boy. Well, the weather was warm that day. <laughs> it probably was. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, it was 38 degrees. <laughs> That's what it I do agree that when you go a degree above, it yeah, can be like, misleading. Yeah, like, come on. Like, we're, right, we're coming up. We're, we're forcing I'm not. For- no, no. You're not. No, I'm not. Whoever came up with that wanted to come up with a number. That made him look bad. I, I do think, in all seriousness, when you're having a discussion like this, you have to think about all angles, though. I mean, I'm serious. What You want to trade for Derek Carr, sign Derek Carr, and then all of a sudden in November of next year say, oh, wow, by the way, stinks from the cold weather? I got no You want to be surprised by that? Or would I don't you rather think, talk I about tru- it now? I do not think the cold weather is an issue. By the way, I didn't realize that Derek Carr was married with four kids. That, 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 you got to take that into account. Well, how does that change things? Uh, well... Raising four children, uh, is he moving to New Jersey and raising his kids in Jersey? Do you include the factor that his brother's David Carr and he once played for the Giants for three years as a backup? Uh, is that a factor How now? is he in cold weather games? Was he, was he all right? He never played. <laughs> he was a backup. Yeah. He was a backup who never played. By the way, uh, she, uh, he married a gal named uh, Heather Neal. You know what Heather Neal used to do prior to marrying uh, the great Derek Carr? What she used to do? She was a waitress at BJ's. Where? 
BJ's Brew House. Where? I don't know. Where'd she live? It's very important. Uh, where did she live? We already know that Aaron Rodgers. She Rogers, might be like a Southern girl, you mean? Like well, this one be in New yes, York? Yes, Aaron Rodgers knew Boo. All right. Went to it? Princeton. Big, big factor here. Big factor. Uh, the daughter of the owner of the Bucks, right? Yeah, Edens. Right. Yeah. Mallory Edens. Mallory Edens. She went to Princeton. She went to high school in Manhattan. We know she's got a connection to the greatest city and the greatest area ever created. I don't yeah. know about Derek Carr's family. I got you know no what, idea. You know what I like about his wife? She's private. I, I like that. I respect that. She's not one of these, like, you know, fame whores, pardon the expression, who, uh, because their husband or spouse is famous, you know what, uh, like uh, like Jackson Mahomes, right. who's a bro whore. Uh, you know, like, he, she's private. They have forums for beautiful kids. She's not out there, like, showing off her boobs uh, to everybody. She's a, I like that. What I do like you that. think of uh, Lauren Tannehill? I, I got to take a look. You don't remember? Uh, <laughs> a lot of people do. Yeah, why don't I remember? A uh, Hard Knocks. Miami Dolphins. She said, oh, I do remember that when he first uh, got drafted. And they had the, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, blonde gal that he was dating in college, if yeah, I'm not they're, mistaken. Yeah, married. Yeah. yeah. Lauren Tannehill. Um, Check her out. Well, let me ask you this question. <laughs> what? They have four kids. <laughs> yeah. Their youngest, his name, or her name, I don't know, yeah. is Brooklyn. Oh, you know what that means. How about that? He's coming. He wants to come to New York City. Uh, he's got a Dallas, a Decker, a Deacon, and a Brooklyn Derrick. <laughs> so I assume, I am assuming Brooklyn might be a girl, but I don't know. I don't know. The other thing I sort of like about Ryan Tannehill is the fact that I think if he comes back to the AFC East, he's got some demons he wants to exercise. Like he's going to want to stick it to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, you know of course I mean? he would. They gave up on him. Absolutely right. Now, there was also a controversy around Lauren Tannehill that may not go well here in New York City. She accident. You ready for this? Yeah. She accidentally left an AR-15 rifle in the backseat of her car. I mean, who hasn't done that? I mean, it happens, right? I told you the story when I had that uh, the Peloton that Boomer got me. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that story? No. The Peloton? So, no. Pellet. So, oh, Pellet gone. Yeah. Yes, so, I do know. Yes, yes. So there was a time when Boom and I were going to uh, airsoft places and basically shooting each other with BBs, right? Uh, it was fun. So uh, as a gift for one of my kids, he bought one of my sons uh, a rifle that looks like an AK-47, but it's a BB rifle, essentially, right? Shoots mm -hmm. uh, pellets. So I'm obviously, I'm living in the city. We take the gun to go shooting somewhere. I leave the gun in the back of uh, an SUV, and uh, my car gets towed. All right? So I'm like, son of a bitch, I got to go to the, the impound lot on the West Side Highway. I got to go get it. I'm taking a nap, a rare nap. Doorbell or door whatever. Uh, NYPD. Uh, I think it's the buddy busting my balls. NYPD. I'm like, leave me alone, you jackass. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> what way right? to talk to the men in blue, right? And they're like, this is detective so-and-so. Open the door. So I go down to the door. I let the guys in. They are legitimate NYPD detectives. Do you have a Chevy Suburban at the time? I go, I do. Where is it? I go, it's in the impound lot. I got to go pick it up today, actually. I got towed. Uh, do you have an AK-47? <laughs> I go, no, what are you talking about? And then the light bulb went off. And I go, matter of fact, my kids have a BB rifle, and it was in a duffel bag in the back of the car. So supposedly, when you get towed, they do what they call a flashlight search of your car, right? Because they need a warrant to go in your car. But based on a flashlight search, 
If they see something, then they have probable cause to open your car. So they see what looks like the, the butt end of a rifle. So they go in the car, they confiscate the rifle. All good, no problem. It's, a, it's an honest mistake. And they go, you got go get your car now and go get the rifle. It's in lockup or whatever, right? At the impound lot. And the cop was very smart. He goes, but do yourself a favor. Bring a big garbage bag or something like that. Because if you walk out of the uh, tow lot holding what looks like an AK-47, yeah. someone's going to shoot you. Yeah, I can imagine. So, so, so don't do that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I uh-huh. have a feeling that Lauren Tannehill's gun was not a pellet. I'm assuming she probably <laughs> had a badass uh, assault rifle yeah. for some reason in the back of the car. You're yeah. right. Now, she's from Atlanta, and she went to A&M. So that would be in line with, you know... Being a pro NRA, so you, you think? don't think Ryan Tannehill and Lauren want to move to New York, New Jersey? Is that uh, what you get? Is Mayor here? Bloomberg still mayor or no? <laughs> yeah, no. But Jersey, he might want to go to the uh, the suburbs of Jersey, yeah. live on a farm, and shoot things. That's right. It's deer hunting season. Look, Eli Manning didn't really feel like a New Yorker. Chad Pennington didn't really feel like no, a New Yorker. No, you become a New Yorker. And both guys turned out to be great New Yorkers. By the way, I don't know about Chad, but you know, Eli maintains a home in the area. Yeah. Not in New York, but in the area. And then sometimes there are guys who are from New York, come here, and it doesn't work out. You know, Bobby Bonilla was from the Bronx. Right. That didn't work. Right. Stephon Marbury was from Brooklyn. Right. With the Nets and the Knicks. It didn't work. No, it didn't. But he's a legend in China. Yes, he is. The guy is like the Michael Jordan of Chinese basketball. They yes. actually have a statue for that guy. I know. Crazy. Right? He'd be a great guy to sit down now with an interview. Because he's got to be 45, 50. To reflect. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to do. Hey, Tommy, call up Marbury. I want to talk to him. I'll never forget. Stephon Marbury was a young player with the Minnesota Timberwolves and shockingly got traded to the Nets. Right. And Mike and Chris, Mike and the Mad Dog, had Stephon on. And when I first. After the trade? It was right after the trade. I turned it on. I thought it was a a caller because he was screaming and yelling. I'm coming home! Guys, I'm... And I'm like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. He was so excited to come back to the area. It obviously didn't work with the Nets. They trade him for Jason Kidd. Ends up back with the Knicks. And that era is now looked not, upon not as good. horribly. Yeah, not good. Not good. Especially with that Rolls Royce. But it's a reminder that, you know, we can look at where Ryan Tannehill's from, Aaron Rodgers' yeah. background, all these guys, and say, ah, they're not New York guys. There is such a long history of guys who may not appear to be New York guys being great players in this town and embracing this town. And then a long list of guys who are from here. And it's just not working for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Well, listen, it's still uh, coming down right now to Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr. You're a diehard Jet fan. You could have Derek Carr tonight. You give up nothing to get him. You just sign him to a Buku contract. Or do you play the game out, risk losing Derek Carr, and put all your eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket, recognizing that he's a different kind of cat? And there's no guarantee he's going to give you an answer anytime soon. Other than he's coming back to play, which you already know, because Aaron Rodgers is not going to be in the same Hall of Fame class as Tom Brady. He is playing football this year. Is he playing for Green Bay? Is he playing for the Raiders? Or can the Jets somehow figure out a way to wow the Packers with an offer that they cannot say no to? Remember, the Green Bay Packers have a lot to say about where he goes. It's not just uptown Rogers. See how it plays out. It's T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network 
from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Juju Smith-Schuster just tweeted something that I love. Craig will love as soon as I tell him. But it is just horrific. But Uh-oh. awesome. Juju Smith-Schuster just did a fake Valentine's Day card. All right. It says, I hold you when it matters most. And there's a picture of James Bradbury. Oh, love the trolling. Nice. <laughs> I mean, you won the championship. You should still be celebrating. And Juju Smith-Schuster says, no, 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 I'm not done yet. <laughs> and he goes on Twitter and absolutely roasts a guy who took accountability he for did, the play. Yeah. So uh, people are going crazy right now. I love that story, by the way. It's great. Uh, people are going crazy right now about you know the Derek Carr stuff. So you're in two camps. There's some people that love him. The people that love him point this out. Mm-hmm. Five head coaches, seven offensive coordinators, uh, the 32nd-ranked defense over the last nine years. All true. Okay? No Fair argument enough. from me. Yep. The of guys course. that don't like Derek Carr point out the fact, give me one second here, that the defense and McDaniels had nothing to do with Derek Carr throwing nine interceptions in his last five games and effectively taking the Raiders out of playoffs. Yeah. Okay. But so but, there's pros and cons. But you know what's funny, Craig? Yeah. Everything that was just said is true, which shows that more people than not are probably in the middle on Derek Carr, which is the right place to be. If you're talking about Derek Carr as if he's a top-five quarterback and is a first-bout Hall of Famer, you're lying to yourself. Now, if you're talking about him as a bum... As a guy who stinks, a guy who's not much better than Zach Wilson, you're also lying to yourself. All of those things are true. He's been dealt in the decade he's been in Las Vegas slash Oakland. A very bad hand. There is no doubt. The John Gruden thing, that that couldn't have been easy for him. I'm not talking about what John did, but losing a head coach in the midst of a season. I mean, really, like we talk about, you know, the Commodores is a dysfunctional mess. The Texans a dysfunctional mess. The Raiders are right there, too. They are, and I think it's absolutely fair and right to bring up the offensive coordinators, the head coaches, the -the off-the-field issues, everything he's dealt with, where all Derek Carr does is go out and play every single game. That's what he does. He goes out and plays. He doesn't miss a game. With all of that said, he's not a top-five quarterback in the NFL. He's not a top-ten quarterback in the NFL, and that's just my critique of him, that I have a chance to get one, at least in my eyes, a guy who is still one. So... It's not, like, sacrilegious to question how great he is. No, it's a, the question now is, do you, beyond who you want, do you have the belief that the uh, combination of Woody Johnson, who is obviously blessed, go get who you got to go get from all the reports out there, do you have faith, though, that Joe Douglas can pull it off? 
Because now you're talking a different level of executive. You're not talking about, oh, we're going to take the first-round draft pick. Now you're talking about, how do I navigate getting in front of another suitor? And we know that the Raiders want them also. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Go. Derek Carr related. Because we get the, the Rodgers yeah. thing is obvious. It's it Raiders. Is it is, right. yeah. If you're Derek Carr and the New Orleans Saints are making you an offer. Okay, so now, you're reunited with Allen. You're reunited with Dennis Allen. Yep. I guess that's a good thing. I mean, I mean, they at least just a familiarity there. Go ahead. <laughs> Terrible head coach, but okay. You go to a Saints team that's got some decent weapons. You know, Alvin Kamara still in the prime of his career. Great. They got some okay weapons, but nothing amazing. Right. They have a top 10 defense, which they do. And you're in a just a horrific division. A division where... You win the division by showing up. Yeah, like you have a better chance to win the NFC South okay. than you do the AFC East. And maybe location-wise, New Orleans, it's the South, you know, it's fun. Yeah. I don't Louisiana. know. NFC, we talked about the difference there. Okay. Are you? Do you look at that situation as better than the Jets situation? Can I add, can I, before I answer the question, can I add a wrinkle to it? Yeah. If we're going to ask that question, would it not be fair to ask if the addition of Frank Reich in Carolina makes the Panthers a option for him because yeah. it's the same division as the Saints? Yeah, I mean, sure. Just for the sake of the convo? I think that both franchises, talent-wise, are behind the Jets. I agree. But I think that I you I think the have... Saints are closer. Yeah. Talent-wise, pure talent, talent. Sure, but I think that you may look at that division and say, I got a better chance to win, I, which which I'd understand, but just wait, based on the division you, and the conference. You have a better chance to win the NFC South than you do the AFC East. Right. That's not up for debate. But like I said about Rodgers, what does Carr want? Does he want to win? Does he want to be in a location he likes? Does he want a relationship with the head coach? Like When he ultimately decides where he wants to go, what's he looking at? And yeah. that's what makes it so impossible to guess. Like If it's about... Which team has the highest potential? The Jets do. I think so. Well, look, do, you, do you want to live in New Jersey and be in the New York media market? Do you want to be in Carolina, which is a great way of life, especially for someone raising four kids? By the way, Jersey is too. Jersey gets a bad rap. Uh, or do you want to be New Orleans, which is probably a lesser desirable place for kids, but uh, you think the team's a little bit better than at least Carolina? Yeah. Then the second part of that is you're a, a not. There's nothing with no locks, but. You know, far easier road to winning a division and having a home playoff game in Carolina or New Orleans than it is with the Jets because even if you are the man, you still have Josh Allen and the Bills in the division, and they're not going to get worse. They are going to get better. Yeah. Because I am convinced, this is a side topic we'll get into, Saquon Barkley's gone. Why do and you I, think that? I'll get to that in a second. Mm -hmm. And I believe he goes to Buffalo. Yeah. That's my belief. I don't believe yes. Saquon Barkley, Barkley's gone. I think they franchise tag him. Ooh. Is I'd, that right? I'd prefer to franchise tag him. So, I want running backs on one-year deals. Now, I get why the running back would hate that, but if I'm an NFL GM in this heartless business, yep. I want running backs on one-year deals. I don't want to give him a five-year deal with a bunch of guaranteed well, money. No, thanks. I'm good. Okay. So you're going to bring him back one year, $12.5 bucks. I would like franchise him every freaking year and say, go have a big monster season. Go dominate. Go be a top running back in the NFL, and if you're that good, I'll tag your ass again. Now, it gets higher and higher and higher, obviously, but well, I don't want to be locked in on some kind of long-term deal. By the way, neither do I, because here's what we learned. Who is the best running back in the Super Bowl? 
He was Isaiah Pacheco mm -hmm. for that particular game, right? Yeah, well, certainly wasn't Boston right. Scott and Miles Sanders. All right, so Miles Sanders is a second-round pick out of Penn State. And Isaiah Pacheco. Is a seventh-round pick out of Rutgers. Yeah. Not necessarily known as the football hotbed. Well, yeah. And the that, point is, yeah. you can find running backs a lot easier than a lot of other skill position it is, players. There is a sense of irony. That the Giants drafted Saquon way too high for a running back. Yes, sir. But the GM had an old school thought, and Saquon's ending could be the exact opposite, which is the general manager saying, eh, I could replace you. Yeah, you're great. Running yeah. backs are replaceable. I was talking to somebody uh, in Buffalo earlier today who said that Joe, who knows Joe Shane very well on a personal level, and his entire career is, knows him, and said that Joe Shane has many times talked about how. If he were a GM, he would not – waste was not the word. I'm using that word. He would not use a high draft pick on a running back because you don't need to. Yeah. So now I'm trying to figure out if that's the way he feels about the running back position, why would you commit high draft pick money to Saquon Barkley? I don't think they are. That's why I think the more realistic scenario is, yeah, the cap number is going to be $10.5, million, So, sure, you can give a long-term deal and kind of finesse that cap number, but you're only dealing on a year-to-year -year basis. Okay. Okay, it'll be interesting which how they play I, it out. Which is, by the way, what I would do. Yeah. I, I, the franchise tag, I know it stinks for players because you want to have that it security. It does and it doesn't. Well, right? you have no long-term you, security. You, You're making a lot of money in the short right. term. No long-term security, but it's the average of the top five contracts. You know, like, for example, quarterback's getting 40-plus million bucks. Yeah. A running back's getting, I think it's 12 and a half, 11, whatever it is. I mean, one year and bad. By the way, did you see Aaron Rodgers with Pat McAfee? I yeah. saw part of it. I did not see the entire thing. I did see part of it. He is. He He's special. Else. He believes, and I'm paraphrasing, I apologize, that the balloons we keep shooting down yeah. may have something to do with Jeffrey Epstein and the fact that a list oh, is going to come out soon, a client list is going to come out, yeah. and that maybe we're trying to distract everybody. He's not the only. He, he stole, that, I, he oh, stole he that idea. Who's got You had it first? No, I did not have it. <laughs> um, someone else of note had that idea yesterday. Joe Rogan? It was not Rogan. But Aaron Rodgers lifted that idea, or he's acknowledging someone else had the idea and he believes it, but that is not a unique idea. There, there's two uh, conspiracy theories out there. And there's one conspiracy theory that's true, but go ahead. Okay, the one conspiracy theory is that very powerful men that are afraid of this list that's apparently being made public, right. which they've acknowledged has at least one public person on it, right. can't speak to anyone else. They are trying to distract the American public from the, and the news organizations from the release of that. Like, that works. Yeah, it won't work. It don't work. <laughs> Spoiler alert. You can release it at 5 o'clock on a Friday. We'll wait till Monday to read it. Yes. The second conspiracy theory. Is this the one I subscribe to? I'm not sure. I'll give it to you. You tell me if you have a third one. Yeah. But the second one is that the bal balloons or whatever they are that are being shot down coincides with the amount of dead whales We've been finding on beaches recently, and they are connected via an underwater extraterrestrial that we're yeah, unaware of. I'm buying that one, yeah. I don't know if it's underwater. I'm not sure if the whales are involved, but <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. Would they, let's say. Let's just hype it. Walk me through this. Go. The United States military realizes, yeah, it's extraterrestrial. Holy crap. Right. We've got we are actual not, aliens. We know it. We, we've, we can't describe this. This is amazing. It's from another planet. You think they're going to tell us? You think they're going to announce that? Or would they try to calm our nerves by saying, eh, it's the Chinese. Eh, 
It's the Russians, <laughs> so they may be spying on us. But if it really was... What do we have that they're spying on, by the way? Our, our weapons. They, oh, so they're trying to figure out where they are? Well, the Chinese balloon that was over Montana was over a nuclear site. Okay. So... Not by mistake. But all believable. Right. Like, okay, but you know what doesn't scare people enough? Like, oh, okay, yeah, we're being spied right, on. Right, by the way, nobody didn't go about their business today. Now, no one. everyone's fine. Right. But let's say this administration came out and said, hey, you got us. There's aliens. And we don't know what they can do. They could blow us up in a second. Sorry. Right. What do you think would happen? Nothing. Wouldn't we panic? No. Yes. How, what would, if how, we were told. In what manner would we panic? I, I don't know. But if we were told there's intelligent life out there, we're shooting it down, but we really have right, no so idea here, what's so happening. So a few things with that. People would freak out, Craig. If, if those things were intelligent life yeah. uh, and extraterrestrials, yeah. we wouldn't be able to shoot them down as easily as we are. Can I because count that? Because from everything I learned, they have they have self-creating gravity, which can bend time and the waves around it. They would have an impenetrable force to stop us from shooting it down as readily as we apparently Let have. Let me ask you a question. We send cameras to Mars, right? But we can't allegedly, go to Mars. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Yeah. For the sake of this well, conversation. You actually think we landed a drone yes. on Mars yeah. and it's sending us pictures back, but T-Mobile was out the entire day yesterday? <laughs> But go ahead. Touche, sir. <laughs> For the sake of this, let's just imagine we live in a world in which we can send these cameras to Mars, but we can't go to Mars. Maybe that's the intelligent life we're dealing with. They can't come here, my, but they my can guess send be, stuff here to kind of see what's yeah, going on. I don't know. I'm assuming Am I crazy probably from a planet we're unaware of. Maybe. Uh, from a galaxy we may be aware of, but we're unaware of. I didn't say we were aware of But I don't think not. we're just shooting them down willy-nilly like that. And they're, they're not retaliating? They can't retaliate. If if someone shot down our cameras in Mars, how the hell would we retaliate? But if you believe if that they have this ability to travel from oh, no, no, crazy but, far away. What are you let's use places, our, they probably have weapons. Let's use our our world that we live in. Yeah. Again, we're sending stuff to Mars, but we can't go so there yet. they've merely sent cameras here. I'm, that's a theory. And we couldn't defend those cameras because they're cameras. I'm just asking. Yeah. If there was underground creatures in Mars... Yeah. Who saw us sending cameras and said, no, enough of that. We're going to blow that up. Yeah, well, that hasn't happened. Let's say they did that. What would we do about it? Nothing. What you going to do about it? As Clint yeah. Capella would say, we'd do nothing. I guess we'd go on Twitter and complain about it. Exactly. Yeah. We'd say, we spent millions of dollars. Martians. <laughs> you guys blew up our Mars drone. Shame on you. You suck. Yes. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Well said. Yeah. I don't know. I can't wait till Aaron Rodgers is in New York so we can hear more about okay, his theories. It seems like all of a sudden we went from no balloons to one balloon to ten. Yeah, what's up with that? Right, it was a pretty quick leap to ten. And I'm seeing more videos now with actual uh, Navy pilots who I guess these interviews are now just being released talking about seeing stuff every day. And what about the signals that are being spent, sent from space to Earth 4,000 light years well, away every yeah. 18 minutes? How about uh, that? It's every 18 minutes and 8 seconds. Yeah. And they believe that's a result of maybe an exploding... Like black hole or something along those Every lines. Every 18 minutes and 8 seconds yeah. for the last, like, how many years? Maybe they're trying to reach out to find people. So what do you believe, then? You believe in the whales dying because of an underwater alien? Are you going with that one? How many whales have died? <laughs> I think our conspiracies are more likely than the let's distract people from the Epstein climate. Yeah, this has theory. nothing to do with Epstein. No. And the world we live in now, and it's, you're not distracting anybody. We can process multiple things at once, and we will. Craig, before we're dead, well, before I'm dead, because yeah. you may go earlier. I'm getting close, you're right. We're confirming intelligent life outside. We have already confirmed it. Have we? Yes. You've confirmed it? You never it? saw, was it Bob Salter? 
Not Bob Salter. He works here. Uh, yes, it was Bob Salter. <laughs> right here, Sunday morning. Yes. What's the guy's he name? He alerted us all. What's the guy's name? What's the guy's name? Rick Wolf? They're, ma- <laughs> They're making a movie about the guy. Oh, I'm not going to look, look it up. Hold on. They're mad. I thought it was Bob Salter. All right, it's not Bob Salter. Bob Salter does a public service show here on. Uh, I don't he, know. Do, he doesn't anymore. Actually. Bob uh, Ross, not Bob Ross. Nah, he's he the artist. He was a painter. Yeah. Hold no, on. But a they, I just I just watched the the trailer with Owen Wilson. That's why I said it. But they're making a movie about him. It's I don't think it's supposed to be him exactly, but it's a. It's, it's like a, it's an artist painter on, who does landscaping with a big. They're making a movie about Michael Jordan uh, and Nike making yeah. their shoes. Yeah. I think and that's going to be Jordan's amazing. I think it looks movie, good, right? Or no, Jordan's not in the movie. No. First off, that movie is more about Sonny Vaccaro. Yeah. yeah, there's not a single Nike exec that's involved in that movie, so it's one man's wow. version of events that makes Sonny Vaccaro look like a genius. So it's yes. not going to be accurate. It's not. It's going to be Sonny Vaccaro's version. Well, there'll be some accuracy there, I suppose. Uh, that's one. So I'm just put that little ditty. Will you watch it though? Is it a sneaker? Oh, 100% I'll watch okay, it. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, 100% I'll watch it because I'm a secret. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I think I'm going to watch it too. 100% I'm going to watch it. I saw the uh, trailer the other day and I was it like, okay. very good. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah. Not bad. I, I, Jordan's mom and dad are in. I'm not sure if someone plays Jordan in it. Yeah. I looked like you that's never, not the case. In the trailer, you never see Michael Jordan. You, you see, see his, his mom dad, and dad. His mom. Yeah. You don't see him. Affleck plays Phil Knight. Uh, I look like Viola Davis is his mother. He's yes. his mom. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a good right, So what's, there's a guy that worked, hold on a second, this is going to bother Yeah, try me. to explain him a little bit. Uh, hold on, hold on. Other yeah, than yeah, saying yeah, Bob Salter. The guy, Bob yeah. Vila? No. Ooh, this old <laughs> house. Bob yeah. Vila. Uh, Bob Lazar. Pardon <laughs> me. That's pretty close, is it not? You had Bob. I had so Bob right. Halfway home. Dude, they're making a movie about the guy. Samson. So Bob Lazar <laughs> is a physicist. Okay, okay. you're funny. Um, who uh, worked on one of the downed sh- spacecrafts and tried to reverse engineer it. And you can watch a million interviews with him. The most recent was probably on Rogan. He has never been debunked. No one denies what he's saying is 100% factual. And he talks about his experience working on one of the ships, and it's fascinating. Yeah, but it doesn't confirm with everybody. Confirms uh, extraterrestrial no, but, but hear me out. Yeah. We, I, what I mean will confirm it before I'm dead is it'll be accepted. It's not accepted. Accepted like we have a downed one and dead uh, Martians? I'm saying or so like the, we no, actually no, meet living saying. ones. So that the White House press secretary doesn't laugh and guffaw at the idea of, is it an extraterrestrial UFO like it's a comedy show? When right. that day occurs, yeah. and it's like confirmed and it's not joked okay, upon. Let me ask you a question. Because I didn't find it funny, but I guess it was hilarious. Um, would you have to have a live sighting where the thing lands and Martians come out and communicate with us? Or would you accept that they open up Area 51, assuming that's where it is, Yes, and they produce... A crashed uh, UFO, yeah, and maybe even dead bodies yes. that are not human. I think that would confirm you, it. That would conv- even though Hollywood could make that tomorrow. It doesn't look. There's always going to be some who say it's not real, like there are like people landing who, on the moon, like landing on the moon. Right, right. here we are, all these years. It was later. done on a soundstage in London. So I'm not saying you're going to convince everybody, but when it's widely accepted mm-hmm. and we know a little bit more about it, mm-hmm. that's what I mean. And we're not there yet. And I think we will be there before I'm dead. Do you think there's actually people alive today that don't think UFOs exist? Yes. They're crazy. Well, first of all, UFOs is what, though? Because any object that's unidentified is unidentified. I'm talking about extraterrestrial life in a flying 
machine. I think the majority of Americans don't think it exists. Oh, I disagree. I think Again, the majority I'll ask you do. This. I'll ask you this. Why was the White House press secretary laughing at yeah. the idea of the question? Is it possible she's an idiot? Well, sure. I'm not saying she is, but it was. And by the way, not just her. The White House press corps was laughing, too. Like, it was asking well, her to bring up. Now, she why? Was, she wasn't asked whether or not UFOs exist. They, she was talking about the balloons specifically. Yeah, but she laughed. Yeah, why uh, is that funny? They did. Yeah, well, no, is, when you I laugh, agree. I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying we're, we're slightly off topic where... You're making it sound like the idea that anything ever was laughed at, specifically for Laugh, these sir, things. about the balloons. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I just, It's semantics, but the okay. laughing just shows that it's still kind of a... Like they're mocking you for asking. Thank, yes. Got it. Yeah. What's I'm, what I'm fascinated by is there are how many living uh, ex-presidents? Trump, Clinton, Carter, uh, Obama. Bush, Bush. Obama. Five, right? Mm -hmm. Five living ex-presidents. You would think that presidents are briefed on whether or not the on the existence of Martians and Area Fifty One, or yeah. would they not be briefed on that? I think they would be. Because, like, and I'm saying yeah, that there's one particular ex-president who has no problem saying yeah. a lot of things. <laughs> That's a good point. Like, wouldn't that guy have come out and said, "All right, the American people need to know." I've been there. I've seen it. It exists. Not, it's real. I, let me make something clear. I'm not convinced there's some kind of knowing cover-up. I think I'm. what I'm more convinced upon is that they don't have answers. Okay. So when you don't have answers, you try so to explain it with something do else. Do you think we have a ship? No, I don't think we have undeniable proof. I'm skeptical so of that. So you think Bob Lazar is lying? I don't know. It's tough to I know say you know, that, man. You I know gotta watch is. more about him. I guess what I fully... So driving home tonight, all due respect to these guys who may be on. No, I'm gonna listen. Go listen to What's the, his name? Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. No, no, famous. I'm, I'm like he's well minded known. to it. Yeah. I think it's more when you don't have answers. When you don't have an answer, yeah. you try to explain it a different way. We may not have answers about the balloons we shot down. So instead of just saying we don't know, you eventually come, well, you know, it's this. Right. Right. Plus, let's be honest. They're probably gonna lie to us about what they found anyway. Right. Right. There's a trust issue here. I know they're saying there was some surveillance equipment on the, the first balloon or something, but they're not going to tell us what and, they and found. And I'm convinced that it what scares... What if they found a family of pygmies on that <laughs> with the high-powered cameras? Right. Right. You're not going to tell us? If they, they were like more nine likely, little pygmy bodies wash up on the shore. They're more likely to tell us it's a spy balloon than, yeah, you know what? We found something we can't explain. No, but they have told us that. They didn't tell us that with the balloons, but they've come out and acknowledged. They've put pilots on, you know... Uh, 60 minutes and talked about openly seeing things yes, they do and now. being unable to couple yeah. years. So but they're not willing to are now allowed yeah. to openly talk about yeah. we've seen things we can't but explain. But it's not widely accepted well, yet. Fair enough. But, but the, the, American, the American government has acknowledged no, there no, are I things they, in the sky. We've seen them. We can't explain No, them. they released that. I guess it was about a year and a half yeah. ago where they had that uh, open commission about they, it. They claim to, right. But it's still you not know the one, accepted. The one thing. I'm fascinated about, they, they talk, some of these pods talk about those flying whatever they are going underwater. That's crazy. And that, to me, is badass. So that's your theory, though, that the whales are dying. Well, the whales are dead. I don't know. To the air, to the balloons. Seems like there's a lot of whales dying, though, no? Every time you turn on the news, there's a dead whale. <laughs> yeah, You got to ask the question. Yeah, why are they dying? Balloons... Whales, extraterrestrials, sounds coming from outer space. We're allegedly on it's, Mars. It is there. official. La uh, speaking of aliens. I have read it. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I, I didn't it. know, man. It is wait, official. Wait wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Yeah. How are you going to transition from speaking of aliens yeah, into this news? I'm very curious. Speaking, how you're of, speaking of aliens. Speaking of, of aliens. Speaking of aliens, there are many people. 
who think it's likelier we discover an alien yeah. than the New York Jets winning a Super Bowl. And the only way to win a Super Bowl is by finding a quarterback. With that said, yes, it is now official. You like that one? The Las Vegas Raiders have released Derek Carr. He's an unrestricted free agent who can now sign with anybody he wants, whenever he wants. No compensation uh, has to go the other way. So the Raiders so. decided not to play a game of chicken. They decided let's nope. not guarantee his money, hold on to him, and then just try to trade him and have him rescind on not right. using his no trade. Right. They've said, screw it, we're moving on, let's release him. Derek Carr is now available. The Panthers, of course, will have interest with Frank Reich. The Saints have apparently already had interest because they were willing to make a trade for him. And you do have to believe the New York Jets have interest as well. So to me, those are the three most likely destinations. It also makes sense right now for Carr to wait. You know, we talked about waiting on Aaron Rodgers at the risk of losing Derek Carr, and that's a real thing, and it's still a possibility. But I'm using logic here that if you're Derek Carr and you're his agent, there's no reason to rush. There isn't. Well, you're going to get paid regardless. You're going to get paid regardless, and wouldn't you rather have extra suitors? Well, The New York Jets are a team that would be a suitor if they fail on Rodgers. You wait unless you have a preferred destination. If it doesn't matter to you, fine. If you have a preferred destination, you go get the deal done and end it. If you don't care if you're playing in Carolina, New Orleans, or New Jersey, then take your time. Right? Well, even if you do have because a Because preferred... once Aaron Rodgers decides where he's going, you become more in demand. Sure. Because one of those teams, I mean, well, obviously the Raiders might get him, but all of a sudden it's only those one team. teams start to scramble. Here's the thing, though. Right now it's only one team because the only the accepted Aaron Rodgers rumors are staying in Green Bay, the Raiders, and the Jets. Obviously, the Raiders have just moved on from Derek Carr. And with the with the Packers, the assumption would be they're giving Jordan Love a chance. Not going to look for a veteran right. quarterback. Right. So really, waiting on Rodgers just means waiting on the Jets. That's the true. only team that would be impacted That's fair. on the Derek Carr sweepstakes. That, and also, uh, they're telling me another breaking... Go ahead. Uh-huh. Sorry. Yep. Another breaking news story. Uh, confirmed, Jalen Brunson dropped 40 last night. The Knicks blew the Nets out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.